episode 874. The Green Bay Packers returned to Lambeau Field on Sunday, hoping to continue the momentum they built last week. To preview the game and talk Packers, we talked to Eric Slaby of Skyboat. It's all coming up on Railbird Central next. Good morning, Green Bay Packers fans, and welcome to Railbird Central at Cheesehead TV, the longest tenured Packers podcast on the internet. I'm your host, Brian Caravu, and today we're taking a look at the upcoming game against the Baltimore Ravens. To do that, we're joined by a guest on the phone. Baltar, find me another expert, one that likes me this time, okay? We're joined by Eric Slaby, Senior Sports Editor at Skyboat. Eric, how you doing this morning? Pretty good. Excited for the Packers-Ravens game this weekend. <laughs> Very good. We're glad to be talking to you, Eric. Uh, you're the Senior Sports Editor at Skyboat. I know you work for some other outlets. You have a background in football. Eric, could you tell us a little bit about yourself so our listeners can get, can get to know you? Sure thing. Yeah, so I work for the skyboat.com, which is a uh, nonprofit uh, or sports news organization, and we cover pretty much every collegiate sport as well as some professional sports. Like this year, we just started covering a couple NFL games. And then, but before working at the skyboat, I spent four years working for an arena football team called the Orlando Predators here in Florida. And I worked in various different areas, ranging from game day operations to tickets, all the way into football operations. And I also write for my own personal blog, starting at the 17.com from time to time as well. Very cool. Um, you got a nice, diverse background in football there. Uh, we're excited to talk some Packers with you. We got to preview this game on Sunday. Uh, let's start with this, Eric. Do you think the Green Bay Packers will be okay at the running back position if Ty Montgomery doesn't play this week? We know he hasn't practiced. Uh, I think they'll be okay for just this one week, but going forward, it'll be a bit of a concern because right now, if you count Aaron Ripkowski as a running back as well, they only have three healthy guys who can run the ball, and both Williams and Devontae Mays are very similar kind of runners. So that's not necessarily a problem. But the only problem is if, well, both players have been known to struggle catching the football out of the backfield. And the Packers don't really have anyone outside of Randall Cobb to catch passes out of the backfield. So that could be one area where they struggle. But for this week, I think they'll be okay. Williams showed against the Bears last week that he can grind out tough yards and just run downhill, and that style could benefit them this week. Eric, in the grand scheme of things, this next question I'm going to ask you is pretty minor, but because he played for the Badgers and because he's a Wisconsin native, it, it got some attention. Uh, what do you <laughs> think of the Packers working out running back Dare Ogunbowale? Well, I think it's the Packers just doing their due diligence as an organization, knowing that they have some injuries at running back. I mean, Aaron Jones will probably be out from three to six weeks. I personally think Ty Montgomery will be out the next two weeks because this is, I, I believe, the third time he's injured his ribs this year. But I think it's the Packers doing their due diligence. And 
I wouldn't be surprised if the Packers actually looked at signing him because I saw him play in the Big Ten championship game last year, and although his stats weren't super impressive, he did show an ability to catch the ball out of the backfield, which is something this Packers team could use with Jones and Montgomery out. Yeah, he's definitely good at that. I think he's a a good third down back. Uh, Maybe not a great one, but he can definitely fill a role for an NFL team. Um, Eric, uh, we saw Aaron Rodgers return to practice this week in a very, very limited capacity. Uh, but just because he's such a big name, people, you know, kind of glom on to that. Do you think this makes it any more likely that he returns this season after you saw that? Well, after looking at that, like my first initial reaction was, oh, he's going to be back sooner than later. But then I looked at it a little bit more and. I think it's just that he's progressing in his rehab. He's getting healthier. I am a little bit surprised that he has that much rotation on his shoulder. I thought it'd be a little bit longer before he'd have that kind of range of motion. But I don't think this makes him any likelier to come back faster this season. I think what will make him more likely to come back this season, if the Packers are able to win some games here, like maybe in this next four-game stretch, go 3-1 and one or 2-2, two and two, we could see him come back because I only see him coming back if the Packers are in the playoff on. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's the general sentiment of most every Packers fan. Um, Erica, do you think we're going to see continued improvement out of Rogers replacement Brett Hundley this weekend? Oh, I, I definitely think we will be. I, in the first half of the bears game, Hundley seemed to struggle a bit and he couldn't really find his groove. And that may have also uh, losing Jones and Montgomery in that game may have contributed to those struggles. But in the second half, he seemed to kind of find his groove a bit more, got a great deal of confidence, especially with that deep 42-yard pass to Devontae Adams and then the rollout touchdown throw to him as well. And I think confidence will be key for Hunley because once he has that confidence, he'll, he'll be able to play more loose and not worry about every minor thing or every major thing that's in his viewpoint and he'll just be able to play loose. And I think McCarthy has also found a little bit more of a rhythm or offensive system that he knows Hunley plays better in. Like he knows he'll need to run the ball a lot more, not have Hunley throw maybe over 30 passes. And because of that, I think the Packers have a better chance of winning when they play like that. Yeah, um, I agree. Um we're talking to Eric Slaby of the Skyboat here at Railbird Central on a Friday morning. Eric, uh, we know Jason Spriggs is eligible to be activated from injured reserve at any moment. If you were the Packers coaching staff, would you put him at right tackle in place of Brian Balaga? We know he's probably done for the season here. Yeah, if I was the Packers coaching staff, I'd be very hesitant on putting Spriggs out there. And I know that they spent a high draft pick on him, but he was, to put it lightly, a major disaster in the preseason when he was playing tackle. And he's been hurt during this whole season. And I know he's healthy now and he's put on some weight, but I I wouldn't want to risk any possible injuries to other positions by putting Spriggs out there if he can't handle it. And, I mean, Justin McCray is playing at right tackle, and I saw him play – with the Predators back in uh, 2016. And he, he surprised me this year with his athleticism and his toughness as, because I didn't 
I don't think I had ever seen him play tackle ever. And so this year he's really impressed me with his versatility and athleticism and McCarthy and the rest of the Packers staff seem to like that. So I don't think they'd be willing to kind of chuck him off to the side and put Spriggs in unless McCray struggles a lot more in the next couple of weeks. Yeah, that's right. You got a up close and personal look at McCray uh, with the former Arena League player coming to Green Bay. That's a pretty rare thing, isn't it? Yeah, there, there's not too many players that uh, make it from the Arena League and jump into the NFL. Like I think the Packers have had a couple guys in the past. Like I think they had a quarterback named Nick Hill who was in I, I want to say OTAs with them at one point, but for the most part, there's not a lot of Arena League guys that come into the NFL. So it was a bit of a pleasant surprise to see Justin on a team and an even bigger surprise to see that he made the team. And now he's playing basically, he's played basically four positions on the offensive line this year. I think the only one he hasn't played is center. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he's definitely shown versatility, which is good. And he played center during the preseason. I remember, um, but anyway, here, Eric, uh, Dimitri Goodson practiced for the first time this week, this season, since uh, he's on the pup list, all sorts of different designations here for these Packers players. Do, do you think he could help the Packers at some point this season? Well, supposing that he's healthy after that nasty injury that he got in Washington last year, I don't know how much he'll be able to help them defensively because he wasn't ever a great defensive player for him, but I think the area that he could really help out on is special teams because the last few years he's been one of their better special teams players. And although he'll have a kind of dumb penalty here and there, special teams have really struggled this year and they could use a, a guy like Goodson and his help and his speed and his versatility and his athleticism on special teams yeah covering kicks and punts that wouldn't be a bad thing for the Packers uh Eric Pro Bowl voting open this week uh I'm curious what which Packers players if any do do you think are candidates for the Pro Bowl well I could see David Bakhtiar and Mike Daniels if they stay healthy for the rest of this year I could see them making maybe a late season push to the Pro Bowl even a guy like Kenny Clark but if the Pro Bowl started today and you had to put in a Packers player, I think really the only guy that you can say is deserving of that is uh, linebacker Blake Martinez. I mean, that guy has taken such a massive jump from last year. I think he's got 76 tackles on the year. He leads the Packers in tackles, and he's everywhere around the ball, seems to be right where the ball is. He's got a forced fumble this year and a sack, and he's really taking his game to another level this year. Yeah, uh, he's definitely been a good one for the Packers. Uh, Eric here, before we let you go, what's your prediction for the game on Sunday? Well, I think it'll be a close kind of grinded out game. The Ravens have a really good defense. Their offense is pretty terrible as Flacco's probably having the worst season of his career. I'm not sure why. It looks like maybe that injury from the preseason is still hampering him a bit maybe. But I think it'll be a close game. It'll be a bit like it was in uh, 2009, the last time the Ravens played the Packers. And I was at that game, and the Packers' defense forced Flacco into throwing three picks. And hopefully something like that happens this week. But I think the Packers will eke out a close victory, 23-17. to 17. <laughs> Sounds good. Eric, thank you so much for taking the time to talk to us today. 
Greatly appreciate it. Uh, you got any plans for uh, for upcoming coverage at the Skyboat? Uh, anything revolving uh, around the NFL? Uh, yeah, we're actually covering uh, all the Atlanta Falcons home games this year. So we'll be, I think the Falcons have three or four more home games. So we'll, our team will be at those games. And then we're covering several college football games this year. Like this weekend, I'll be going down to Miami to cover Miami and Virginia. And then we have people across the entire country covering numerous other games. Very cool. Well, uh, have fun at the Miami-Virginia game. That's exciting, seeing as how well Miami's done this year. Um, thanks so much. Keep up the good work, Eric, and thanks a lot for joining us this morning. Oh, thank you. It was a pleasure. All right. Take care. Eric Slaby of the Skyboat joining us here at Railbird Central on a Friday morning. Glad to have him joining us. Glad to have you, the listener, join us as we continue on with the show. I'll try to tell you, Vince, in our Packers news segment and my commentary on it. And by the way, Railbird Central today is brought to you by Beer Rock, Madison's upcoming craft beer bar. It's official. Uh, If you've followed this show for any amount of time, I know I especially like during this past spring, maybe early summer, I spent a big push, you know, kind of. Uh, pushing this GoFundMe account um, that we've, we've tried to get funding, and we got we got a lot of donations, and that was great. And, and we finally got our big official funding. Uh, just came down the pike yesterday, so uh, that was really exciting. This, this venture is going to actually come to fruition for sure now at this point, uh, assuming we don't hit any unforeseen hiccups. Uh, still a lot of like small hurdles to clear that that takes some time, like obtaining a liquor license and and all sorts of, you know, building regulations. But uh, it's going to happen. Railbird Central officially sponsored by Beer Rock, Madison's upcoming craft beer bar. We're looking at a starting opening date of spring 2018. So. Uh, it's, it's in the future and I can, I can foresee it now. So that's really cool. But let's talk some Packers news here. Uh, I think the biggest storyline this week and, and one we talked about with Eric Slaby, one we talked about on previous episodes is the running back position in Green Bay. We know Aaron Jones is going to miss this week's game against the Ravens for sure. Probably beyond that more than likely. Uh, but I think everyone that that has a stake in the Packers was was holding out hope that Ty Montgomery would be able to return this week. You know, we, we saw him drop out of last week's game against the Bears with a kind of a recurring rib injury. Uh, but he hasn't played yet this week. Not that he's been ruled out already. Uh, but Wednesday's practice, Thursday's practice, did not practice at all. Wasn't you know even in, like in that limited category that. You know some players are. Um, it's and that doesn't bode well for Ty Montgomery. Not to say he couldn't play. Uh, you know it certainly helps that he's in his third year in the NFL and you know knows a heck of a lot more now than a rookie. And 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 you know that that helps to an extent. You know he he might get the benefit of the doubt if all of a sudden he's healthy by Saturday, uh, which is still another day away. Uh, whereas you know a young player may not. So. But it's not looking good. We have to wait and see what's going to happen on Ty Montgomery. That leaves the Packers. We talked about with Eric Slaby, just just two healthy, real halfbacks. Uh, a third, if you count fullback Aaron Ripkowski. 
and and that's okay. It's it just leaving them, you know, with two rookies at the halfback position. So rather inexperienced and uh, not a lot of not a lot of uh, uh, experienced uh, game action in, during the regular season. The next carry for Devonte Mays, the backup this week, presumably. Um, is going to be his first in the NFL regular season. Yeah, he's seen preseason action, but it's going to be a different beast in the regular season. So hopefully uh, good luck to him because he's going to need it. And I, I would imagine even if he doesn't play a big role this week, we're going to see his debut at the running back position, and we'll see how it goes. That'll be something interesting to talk about uh, breaking down the game on Monday if, if you know if he sees any appreciable action hard to hard to gauge somebody if they only get a carry or two but we'll see how it plays out and see how uh Devante Mays uh how he does um the Packers as we talked about uh worked out Derry Ogunbowale um this week just kind of a tryout uh I'm sure they maybe put him through a physical perhaps uh they didn't sign him uh that doesn't rule the Packers out from signing him, but I, I would say they would have to feel pretty confident that that Ty Montgomery would miss some time if they're going to go that far and add another running back to the practice squad. Hey, we're, we're probably looking practice squad here unless, unless you know, somebody suffers an injury that puts them out for the season or something like that. But, uh, I, you know, I've I've seen Derry Ogunbowale lots up close as a season ticket holder of the Wisconsin Badgers. I think he's a poor man's James White, and you saw how good and, and how effective a player like James White could be with the New England Patriots this, you know, this past Super Bowl especially, but his whole entire career. Uh, you know, I think he's more of that prototypical third down back than anything. Uh, but, you know, Ogunbowale and James White, I, I mean, they can carry the load if need be. You don't want to be that back. They, they're they not that type of back that can pound the ball 20-plus times a game, uh, you know, game in and game out. Uh, but they can do it if, if need be. So you like that versatility from them, um, that they can be that every down back. Um, but, but especially good, you know, catching the football, um, hopefully they're good in pass protection when asked to do so. Uh, but getting them in some open space and, and making some plays, I wouldn't mind seeing the Packers sign the Wisconsin native and, and getting him and developing him. Uh, wouldn't be a bad thing to have him around on the practice squad for development for sure. Um, but so I, I think the running back position was kind of the biggest you know storyline of the week here. Um, you know, with, with not a whole lot else going on, there is a kind of this nagging injury that I read, you know, Tom Silverstein in the Milwaukee Journal Sentinel, I thought did a good job, uh, breaking it down a little bit to rookie cornerback, Kevin King, the Packers top draft choice this past year. He's dealing with a shoulder injury. He's been practicing through it. Um, it actually, you know, as, as the story goes, as was reported, it, it dates back to, uh, a torn labrum that uh, King had uh, as far back, I believe, as a freshman in college. Uh, also, you know, kind of uh, nagged him his senior year, but played through it. And and credit to King, I, apparently, you know, he's he's kind of dealt with it, especially this past week uh, against the Bears, uh, where he he really you know hurt it, and, and he played through it, and, and he's been practicing through it, and I give him credit for that. 
Uh, but boy, I mean, if it were ever to be something where he can't get through a game, th- that would really, you know, put some doubt into me in terms of how well can the Packers defense hold up without him. I, I've, Eric, Kevin King ha- has not been a special player for the Packers this year, but considering as a rookie, I think he's played pretty well. He, he's shown aggressiveness as his tackling for sure. That's That's been the most you know, kind of uh, encouraging thing. You know, I remember looking back at Ha Ha Clinton Dix as a rookie and how many tackles he missed, not because he couldn't tackle, but just because he missed them as a rookie. And and we're not seeing that out of Kevin King. He, he, he'll, you know, he's not a huge, like, put you on your back, powerful hitter, but he's not afraid to make a tackle, and for the most part, they've been pretty sure for, you know, as far as a guy who's like 200 pounds can be, you, you know, uh, there's a difference between being 250 in a good tackler and being 200 in a good tackler. Uh, but he's out there, been a sure tackler, and, and he hasn't really gotten beat uh, deep. You, you know, he's not giving up the 50-yard gains, the 50-yard touchdowns, which is good. Uh, certainly every cornerback in the NFL is going to give up some, uh, but you know, so there's, there's a lot to be encouraged about by Kevin King and that there's definitely a big step he's got to take here in terms of getting his hands on some footballs, whether, you know, not just intercepting them, but, you know, breaking up passes and batting them down. We did see this past week, you know, he, he goes, tries for the deflection or the interception comes up empty. That's not good. He's got to start getting some hands on some footballs. Uh, you know, it doesn't necessarily have to be a turnover, but I mean, you know, just a deflection. If that happens on a third down, that's a punt and a turnover anyway. Turnover, you know, uh, what the team's going to punt or a turnover on downs or whatever. Uh, so need Kevin King out there. The Packers defense will be better with them. So hopefully that shoulder is okay. Um, but as far as a game prediction goes, I, I I may never have had a more difficult time making a prediction for a game than this one. I've I've kind of went back and forth, and and you know me, I'm not afraid to predict the Packers to lose. But I, I thought this team built some confidence last week against the Chicago Bears, winning on the road, especially for a team that was kind of in a downward spiral. Uh, but I'm sure. I'm I'm unsure as to whether they'll be able to carry that into this week's games against the Ravens uh, with a poor offense and a good defense. Uh, ultimately, I, I'm going to go with the same philosophy as I went last week, which I was correct. Uh, I said the Packers are going to have to win ugly, and I think they're going to again, uh, especially as we're getting to the point in the year when the weather is starting to turn ugly, you know, certainly the, the temperatures aren't zero yet. That that's really ugly, but, but you know, right for, for Sunday's game, they're predicted to be hovering right around freezing. And when you throw in potentially windy weather, uh, that doesn't make for ideal conditions. That's, that's tough. If there's any precipitation, it can make hard to catch the football, just handling the football, uh, for a guy like Brett Hundley taking snaps and handing off and having to make throws in, in you know, shorts amount of time and making decisions, that's that's not easy. Um, now, I, I think the Packers' defense can do what they did last week against the Bears. They're not going to shut the Ravens out, uh, but the Ravens will make a few mistakes of their own, 
and the Packers' defense will give the ball back to the offense. Uh, I think they're able to do that, you know, stop some drives, maybe have some turnovers, things like that. It's not going to be uh, – they're not going to hold them to zero points here. Um, but like last week, I think the Packers' offense will be just effective enough. You know, Brett Hundley will make a big play or two that will be the difference. He won't make five big plays. He's not at that point yet. He's not Aaron Rodgers. Just one or two big plays that will come at a critical point, maybe a scoring drive in the fourth quarter, uh, you know, like that key strike to Devontae Adams in the end zone last week. That was such a good throw. Maybe Brett Hundley's got that in him again. Uh, same goes for Jamal Williams. You know, it it took him 20 carries to get just 60-some yards last week. And I think it'll be tough sledding again against the Ravens defense that's pretty good. But as long as Jamal Williams doesn't lose yards, the Packers will be better off for it. Just just gain yards, fall forward, put them in a better position, you know, where it's second and medium, third and short. You can convert those kind of things. I, I seriously think this game could be so close it goes into overtime. I, I don't think I've ever made a prediction where you actually call and predict for an overtime game. But I'm going to do it this this week. I'm going to say the Packers win 20 to 17 in overtime. It's going to be that close. I, I I just thought it was. I had such a hard time predicting a winner for this game that heck, I'll say it goes to overtime and it's it's, it's you know it's, it is resolved then. <laughs> anyway, the day ahead. All right, the Packers are back at practice on Friday. And that'll be uh, the final injury report of the week. We've basically gone over all the guys we're really looking for. Kevin King with the shoulder injury. Ty Montgomery with the rib injury. There's a couple guys who are, you know, unlikely they're going to play, like Morgan Burnett looking like he's going to be out again. But we'll see what the Packers have to say on Friday. And we'll see what head coach Mike McCarthy has to say in his final press conference before the game. That'll be held at 9.45 a.m. Central Time. Of course, as always, it streams live at Packers.com. If you want to hear the final comments from the Packers head coach before game day, uh, that'll be the last opportunity to do it. Uh, so we'll see what Mike McCarthy has to say. And, uh, yeah, look at the injury report later in the afternoon uh, after the Packers have a chance to, well, they don't exactly practice per se on Friday, but they hold meetings and do rehab and all those sorts of things. And they'll get those out of the way, and, and then they'll put out their injury report with the game day projections sometime Friday afternoon. As for the game itself on Sunday, it's a noon kickoff. This one's going to be broadcast on CBS. It'll kind of be like a Packers preseason game. Uh, because the announcers will be Rich Gannon and Kevin Harlan for this one, uh, just as they are during the Packers, you know, TV network during the preseason, the exhibition season. Uh, but uh, uh, Westwood One will have the national radio broadcast, and you can hear the game all the other usual ways. Packers Radio Network streaming live with your subscription uh to the whatever the nfl calls their subscription service i forget i don't subscribe to it but i know you can listen to the audio broadcast if you have one so uh however you listen to it good luck to the green bay packers they're going to need it this week 
uh, because they got a tough road game next week uh, against the Pittsburgh Steelers. So good luck to the Green Bay Packers. We'll see you, folks. That's going to do it for today's episode of Railbird Central. Thank you to Eric Slaby uh, of the Skyboat for being our guest on today's show. Uh, We'll be back again on Monday as we recap the Ravens game. And uh, we'll see you later. Railbird Central typically airs every Monday, Wednesday, Friday at 8.30 a.m. Central Time. That's the live edition of the show, podcasted and on demand later in the day. On behalf of everybody at Cheesehead TV, I'm Brian Kirivu. I leave you today with a song called Ace in the Hole by the Radiators on Sci Fidelity Records. Go, pack, go. Go, pack, go.